It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Again, if you, as we always say, if you want to stay up to date, all things JLK, that includes every episode of this podcast, all the social media. we got cool videos up there. Just head over to jlnkshow.com. All right, what are we going to learn on the podcast today? Well, we're going to learn how you can accidentally book a happy ending massage and how to handle it when... You don't want the happy ending. Oh, I thought you were going to say, just just lay there and just take it for what it is. We're going to learn how, what a romantic stay-at-home sexcation is. We're going to take a deep dive into fake orgasms. And, oh, this poor fella, the worst person on the planet, is complaining because of his huge bulge. He can't find a job. <laughs> the man has hardly brag. The man has an enormous prick, and he can't find employment. Oh boy! And he's asking us to please sympathize with the situation he is. My eyes are up here. The situation he was blessed with. Uh, but let's begin uh, with some uh, some bedroom stuff. Hey, you know what? Let's start with the happy ending thing first. I want to start with that, and then we'll get into the sex uh, stuff, and then we'll get into the sexcation. You know, I've wondered about that, too, because even between here and, uh, like, my way home, and then when I'm driving a few other places around town, there are a ton of these massage parlors. They're always tucked in fairly innocuous, like, you wouldn't really notice unless you're stuck in a light. You're like, oh, massage. And I always think to myself, is that one of those happy ending places? Because you never see advertising, and it's like, we're open all night long, and you think... Is that a jerk-off place? I think it's a jerk-off place. I passed one over the weekend. Uh, we were way up in northern Wisconsin, or not Wisconsin, Michigan, and we were on our way home. I was say, northern Wisconsin, well, that's a hefty handy. And then they had on the sign, it was black, and then it was with white lettering, and it said, um, first of all, it said, Trunks Welcome, which is a red flag, but the name of the spa was the Happy Spa. Hey, was that on I-69? Uh, yes, it was on I-69. That's I right. I know exactly yeah. what that said. It said, happy spa. And I said, you know what? That's a fucking red flag. Happy ending, happy spa. The 24-hour truck parking is always what threw me off about that particular sign. But we've had cops before tell us, like, yeah, they're hand job places, but we've got better things to do than bust hand job places. Although it would be fun. I caught you in a sting. So what happens? Not yet. Not yet. Wait, wait. Uh, there we go. When you accidentally book a happy ending massage, this woman, this actually happened to one of my wife's friends, and that's why this story is so funny. And I, I'm curious to see how this woman handled it. Now, my wife's friend, they lived in uh, South Korea for a while. Oh. Because oh. her, her husband gets transferred everywhere all over the place. So they lived all over the globe. So she goes in, and she gets the massage, and she's telling us about it, and she's laughing, and she says all of a sudden she feels a hand slide way uh, just past that point uh, oh, on yeah. your thigh yeah. where you know that there's a, there's, a, there's a spot that everybody has on their thigh. It's like an equator. It's where you know that once you cross it. Yeah. Um, You're heading for the end zone. Yeah, that's a thing. And she said when she felt that hand go up, and it was a woman too, and and when she felt the other woman's hand go past that little spot that we all know, okay, this means it's game time. We flip the coin, and the team has taken the field. I got to roll with it. I I don't want to be rude. She said she scooted forward on the table. She like army crawled on the table. She's like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm here for. And the lady said, are you sure? And she said, yeah, that's not what I'm here for. I'm just... You know, I got my fucking mom with kids, and I'm around them all day. I just need some. I need some help here. I wouldn't have even thought. Go that. back to the shoulders. Do, do women even do happy ending massages? What I do thought, you mean? I, I didn't think women would do it. 
Uh, I believe, yes, it's it's a thing, obviously, because they assume that that's what she was there for. Wow. And, and, and she wasn't the first woman that walked between the doors. That's crazy. I thought it was something only a grosso dude like us would do. Um, this woman said the, Mormon, uh, the moment she realized she had booked an appointment at a spa that offered happy ending massages, she said, first of all, I booked it for 9 p.m. That's a red flag. Yeah. She said she listed the reasons she should have figured out uh, the something was off. She said an employee answered the phone at 9 p.m. <laughs> That's another red that, flag. That's a red flag. <laughs> Someone's there late at night. Uh, she said it didn't look great when she walked in, but she continued anyway. You know, she's t- you know stiff. She wants to get the kinks out. She said, I walk in, there's no doors, only curtains, which I was a little nervous about. I definitely got hidden video camera vibes from the place. So I even looked around for cameras and proceeded with the massage, which, again, come on, what was I thinking, she says. Right. The woman says she stripped down to her underwear, which she she typically does for her massage before laying on the table. Then the masseuse came in. She said the masseuse really quickly ripped off her underwear and pulled it down to her knees. Yeah, now we're talking. Hey, that would be another uh, red flag where you're like, well, okay. She says, to make matters worse, she folds down the sheet, which is already very small, and I'm completely exposed. She then realized she hadn't booked a regular massage when the masseuse sat on her thighs. Oh. She said, okay, so here's how she handles hey, it. Does that not happen to regular massages? <laughs> I don't know. I've never really had haven't like a, a one before. Here's what she says. This is how she handled it. She said, I reached down and pulled my underwear back up. I was like, no, thank you. Uh, she said she's just there to get her soul, uh, shul- uh, shoulders massaged. She said, oh, the poor woman was very confused as to why I was not into this. Oh. Well, I imagine if that's what you're doing for a living, you take it really offended. You're like, well, you don't want the special? You came in here for this, and now you see me, and you don't want this. Yeah. That's is, where the, that, is it me? Am I ugly? Right. That's Are my hands the, rough? Yeah, that's where the offense comes in. She said after the appointment, she discovered there's a website that lists salons specializing in happy ending massages. She said the massage that she visited was mentioned on the list. What was that website we found a couple of years? Rub, rubmaps.com, where you could go find like the locally rated hand job places in your area. That might be it. She said the happy ending for me was leaving. The massage was great once we established our boundaries. I think once somebody violently rips off your underpants, then you're like, oh, no. I don't know. If somebody violently rips him off, I just assume, well, this is going to happen now. <laughs> hey, hey, if it happened to I'm me, I'm afraid man, of confrontation. Yeah, if it happened to me, I guess I'm like, well, I guess we're along for the ride, and I never speak of this again. <laughs> I'll get through this. I'll get through this. I'll get through this. I'll get through this. Uh, the woman says at the end, she says, what makes me angry is the fact that they don't make it more obvious or ask first. Well, they, I don't think they can. No, it's they illegal. Just, yeah. Yeah, what they're doing is a crime. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's like one in not too far from my old neighborhood that was like, I swear to God, it's the seediest place. It's next to like a liquor store, and I look and think is who's going there late at night for a 24 hour massage? Yeah, they answer the phone at 9 p.m. You're right, that is a hello. I'd be happy a f- spa. Hey, and I'd be afraid to even explore because I'd be afraid I walk in and the cuffs go on and I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna be on the news. This is a misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a legitimate place. <laughs> I was merely curious. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I got a rotator cuff injury. I thought this was. Oh no, these handcuffs—they're aggravating my already sore back and shoulders. All right, here's what they. Uh, have you ever thought about decluttering your sex life? 
Well, that would imply that there's clutter, a lot of things laying around, Jason. There's a lot of sputter, not a lot of clutter. If you've been with the same partner for years, it's easy to go through the motions. We all know this. Both sides know this. As it turns out, some of the habits we've adopted to help our sex life may be doing the opposite. I can appreciate this lady. She's a sex expert. A sex expert. Her name is Tracy Cox. Okay. So she knows what she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, she knows. She says, we've come to think of, uh, we've come to think as essential for good sex, but don't really apply anymore. There's plenty of things that we think that there's got to be that uh, we don't need. You declutter it. Take some of that clutter away. This has to be there, a part of the sex. Like example. Well, she says, there's a time to declutter your sex life, but how do we do it? It's just like when I insist that the doors are closed so the cats don't bother us. Uh, maybe, it's yes. A, hey, it's a small ask, but that's my one ask. Hold on one second. All right. Okay, so here we go. Here's the three outdated rules that you can do to trick and reinvigorate uh, your sex life. It does require more work from you. Make sure that you have 20 minutes of foreplay. Foreplay is hey, important. What, what am I, unemployed? I've got all this time. <laughs> 20 minutes? <that's, laughs> I have, some of us work, sir. There's only so many minutes in a day. <laughs> foreplay is important. Cox points out that it's necessary for women, but it's very. Uh, it's a, it, there's no hard and fast rule about how long it should last. If you've got little kids, you ain't going to fucking put in 20 minutes on foreplay. So the sex experts advise spending less time. It says expert advises spending less time and making foreplay more inventive. Oh, you can shorten the time, but just be more inventive with it. Try new techniques. Try some toys. Send some sexy texts back and forth to get things going because that counts as foreplay. Okay. Work on your uh, work on your uh, Kama Sutra. My what now? That's a place where you go. It's usually like in the basement of the building. They give you a tray, and then you go down a big, long line of food, and then uh, they put it on your... Uh, oh, that's the commissary. That's different. That's different. Oh. They say, uh, try some new positions that can add variety to your sex life. Some of those not-so-impressive-looking positions. I, actually, call, I call this one the pestering Wednesday. Right. Come on. Please. Don't be afraid to try, don't be afraid to try new stuff out. Stick to what works for you and your partner, but don't worry. Hey, they say don't worry about those show-off positions. I don't even know what a fucking show-off position is. I think they're the ones that you look at and you think, how the fuck do normal people do this? It's like Fonzie jumping over the pool of sharks. You're like, oh, show-off. Yeah. They say heading to the uh, bedroom to have sex. Lots of couples prefer to do it in bed because it's comfortable. But sexperts recommend that this means you will have sex less, uh, less often. Doing a bed means you're probably at the end of the day uh, when sex is the last thing on your to-do list and easily gets bumped for one or more episode on Netflix just because you're tired. Ban the... What? Hey, as, as often as Netflix and chill became a thing and you're like, that's code for coming over having sex, how many times has binge-watching until 2 in the morning ruined anything that was going to happen that night? Oh, yeah. Hey. No, no, one more Joe Exotic episode, babe. <laughs> Ban the bedroom for three months and find new places around the house for sexy time. Hey, that's not bad. That's a pretty solid idea. Hey, man, what about the guest room? Oh, you mean where your family sleeps when they come into town? Gross. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> hey. Yes, that's exactly what I mean. You remember that bed your mother-in-law used to sleep in? <laughs> hey. 
How about that van in the garage? Oh, I got a hard no on that one, too. All right. Tips for planning a romantic stay-at-home sexcation. All right. This also sounds like more work for me. Taking a trip with your partner can be about getting more quality time together and traveling to a place you've always wanted to go, but that's a vacation. That's not a sexcation. A sexcation is all about being intentional and setting time aside to make sex a priority. And there's no sightseeing involved. It's like a staycation, except, you know, you're, you're fucking doing it, right? Right. Sex needs to be at the top of your agenda on a sexcation. Here are some things that make a stay-at-home sexcation unforgettable. Here's is it the, anal? It's anal, isn't it? Here's the checklist. Okay. Hire someone to clean your house. Ooh. Since you won't be spending any money or travel or hotel costs, splurge and pay someone to come clean your house for you. This will let you forget about the chores and enjoy your freshly cleaned home during your sexcation. Well, this one seems very important for a sexcation. Get the kids out of the house. <laughs> Critical. Hey, it's not going to work unless you do. So find somebody to watch the kids. Maybe if you got some friends who could use a staycation, you could swap weekends watching each other's kids, and it won't cost you anything. That's a great idea. Yeah, but that whole time you're just thinking that motherfucker is yeah, over there, and I'm just, watching his kids, and he's yeah, having sex, just burning up the sheets, yeah. exhausting himself. I know when it's our turn, they're gonna find something else to do, or they're gonna catch COVID. Something shitty's gonna happen when it comes for their turn to watch our kids. <laughs> They say buy blackout curtains. This will help you lose track of time so you can focus on all the sex you're going to have. Unplug and disconnect for your sexcation. Oh boy, that's a big ask. To really make the most out of your sexcapade, you need a few distractions. No TikTok. Unplugging makes this happen. Romantic stay-at-home sexcation. Make a love nostalgia... Music and movie playlist. Listen to songs you listen to while falling in love. It will make you... I get knocked down. I get up again. Nothing's gonna keep me down. What's that Menards jingle that always plays when you're walking through the store? Say big money at Menards. They say it'll make you happier and feel more connected to your memories. Watch movies that make you want to cuddle up close to each other and tap into those good feelings. Part of your sexcation. You need to... Create a sex bucket list. Did you say watch TV shows? Uh, a movie playlist, so oh. I guess like in, be- in between. Thousand you know, Pound Sisters Marathon. Right. Tammy and Amy's heavy breathing from the big screen gets me all hot and bothered. They say create a sex bucket list, break out your old, same, boring sex routine, and throw it away. Share your fantasies with each other and decide which ones you're willing to try during your sexcation. Oh, I already know how that's going to go. Hers <laughs> and not mine. Hey, I've got these three things I was strongly thinking about. You write down your three things. I'll write down my three things, and I guarantee you, none of them are going to match. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, they're going to be wildly different. On your sexcation, order in. Since your time is devoted to, uh, to sex, don't waste your time cooking and cleaning. That's what delivery's for. Yeah, Grubhub. The Poverty Pete's Place? What is that? Hey, Hungry Howie's. It's delicious, but it's not a fucking aphrodisiac. (laughs) Yeah, I fucked him for a $6 pizza. Yeah, that's not a thing. (laughs) Hey, baby, I'm going to let you pick what flavored crust we get. I know I'm usually hardcore with the Cajun, but if you want garlic butter, we can have that tonight. It says drink some aphrodisiacs. 
These are things that will enhance or stimulate your sexual desire and get you going. Red wine, champagne, mixed drinks. If you're not a drinker, then try some mocktails. Oh, there you go. Schedule your... <laughs> I thought you were about to say slice up an edible. Schedule a couple's massage, like at the happy spot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you do it right, you don't have to worry about the sex at all. You're like, tip top, we're good. Hey, she just did you a favor. Just because you're staying at home doesn't mean you can't treat yourself. And the final thing they say to do on your sexcation, sleep in. Sex improves sleep quality, and sleep quality makes sex better. So if you get both... It's win-win. Nobody wakes up at an alarm after four hours of hungover sleep. It's like, let's get at it. No. They schedule a couple's happy happy ending. Again, you write down your favorite place. I'll write down my favorite place. They're not going to be the same. <laughs> oh, you want to go to the Oasis? Oh. I want to go to Happy Spa. Yeah. Hey, we might get arrested going where I want to go. You want to rub. I just want the tongue. Yep. Uh, all right, deep dive into fake orgasms. It, well, obviously, orgasms are a wonderful thing, but they're faked more often than not. It's hard to tell a real from a fake one uh, because it varies from person to person. Hey, which is worse, not knowing if you've seen a fake one or not knowing if you've seen a real one? Why, well, it's a mystery as old as time. <laughs> The signs of orga- uh, orgasmic success range from vocal cues to muscle convulsions to flushed skin to increased lubrication and more. As much as we'd like to take her word for it, 85% of men believe their last sex session ended with her having an orgasm. Is that when you're like, look at her, you go, you good? <laughs> 85% of men believe that they took her to the top. Oh, boy, that number's high. 64% of women will agree with that. So, obviously, there's a gap in there that's uh, faking it. A 21% gap in there that are faking it. So, why do they fake it? Uh, Didn't we learn um, that initially it's done to to protect your ego? Stroke your ego, yes. They feel women feel the pressure to perform. I mean, that is part of the performance, right? Yeah. Of course. Women fake orgasms because they're unsure what a real orgasm feels like, and they think they must recreate what she's seen in pornography. So she's seen pornography. Gotcha. The most Bye, busted. The most painful reason why women fake orgasms. Just to get it over with. And do something else. <laughs> uh, which really hurts, because in that moment, I guarantee you, like, 100% of men couldn't think of something they'd rather do more. Nope. Sadly, they say there's no surefire way to know for sure. What is a sure thing, however, is realizing that being an orgasm detective is a wrong idea. <laughs> wrong idea. Instead of trying to figure out if she's having a real or a fake orgasm, you need to be focusing on uh, pleasure instead, or how you could be better. If there's ever a doubt in your mind, that means you obviously need to try harder, and you know it. When you pay more attention to what feels good for both of you, things magically have a way of working themselves out. 
The reality is that some people fake the big O is a great way to start a conversation about what really rocks your mutual world. So if you say, hey, have you been faking it? And she says, oh, heavens no, I would never do that. Then Are the, you sure? Then the problem's not going to solve itself. But if you say, hey, have you been faking it? And she says, yes, I got bad news for you, buddy. You're going to have to sit down and have a conversation about it. I think, fa- I'd, I think I'd want to know. And the fact that she's not means the conversation is mostly going to center on what you are unable to do. Hey, I would rather know she was faking it than continue on and be like, no, dude, I'm fucking knocking her head against the headboard every night. It's amazing. Because right. you know she's telling her friends, oh, yeah, no, I fake it. It's terrible. All right. Here's this, dude. This is our worst person on the planet. Most dudes think if you're well endowed, it's a blessing, right? Yeah. You know, this guy's... The ladies crave the huge dongs. Uh-huh. Yeah, big bones. That's what they like. Huge yeah. peats. Well, this guy's here to tell us it's not all that's cracked up to be. This Oh, please. This guy's name is Joe. He's got nine and a half inches of dick. That's not a small amount. Joe says he was at a job interview. Well, Joe and his giant prick. He said things were going well, or so he thought. It turns out he didn't get the job, even though he was a great candidate. They thought, uh, because they thought his behavior during the interview was inappropriate. (laughs) What did he do? By that, he found out they meant that they were staring at his crotch and mistook the bulge. For an erection? That he carried around most of the time for being a huge erection. They thought he was standing there hard in a job interview. Hey, believe me, that's the last place that's going to happen. Hey, also, if you got a how... guy who's interviewing for a job and he's hard as a rock, would you be like, that's the fucking ass kicker he's we He's fired need. up. Yeah. Yeah, you could send me to a job interview as a lottery winner. Well, we like to interview you to be a lottery winner, and I still probably wouldn't be able to. Now, granted, that's a very exciting job offer. Would you like to be a lottery winner? I sure would. Especially if they're interviewing for a job where you have to like exude confidence. You're like, look at this guy standing here hard as fuck right in front of us. Uh, to continue on with Joe's sob story, he says uh, now he has been forced to buy special underwear with oh. an extended pouch oh. to try to keep things better concealed. Oh. So there you Poor go. Joe. It it's, is uh, it's so sad. Nine and a half inches of Joe, and he's uh, he's telling you it's not what it's cracked up to be. I thought you were going to tell me he had like an, an, like an average or below average penis with just like the most intensely huge balls you've ever seen. That's most of it. He should have said, no, it's actually it's not an erection. It's just I got a lot more balls than most people do. They're enormous. You wouldn't believe it if I showed them to you. He's like, here, shake my dick's hand. I'm, I'll take this job. So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet. And that concludes this week's episode of Here's Your Freaking Podcast. Of course, remember, you can uh, grab all the ex- uh, episodes, 300-plus episodes, as a matter of fact. Plus the videos, social media, everything you need to stay up to date, jlnkshow.com. And we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.